that went everywhere. Oh, where's my clink? It's over there. Let's try that again. Ben? There we go. <laughs> We've got to coordinate, coordinate these clinks. We should be. Like our professional goodbyes. Yeah. Evie, it's not playtime. Oh, she just dropped her tennis ball and looked at me. Yeah, and she'll be barking at you in a minute and oh, interrupting our podcast. Come sit up here. Come listen to the story. Come on. Yeah. Come hear about how bad all the humans are. Come and listen to this about some real nasty humans. Are you ready for your bedtime story, Ben? I'm fucking born ready. Um, this is the murder of Vera Jo... Regal. Rigel? <laughs> You've got a full week to learn the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've got a duty to get the victims' names right. It's okay, because... Are they German? No. Right. But it's fine, because it changes at some point anyway, so we don't need to use that name more than this one time. Um, this is a really... a fairly new one that I found. I'd heard of it before. But didn't know the background of it, I just knew that this person had been killed, so I read a few articles about this and watched a documentary. Man, th this is fucked up. This, the best way I can describe this is, you know when I used to watch that proper trash honey boo boo? Yeah. It makes them look like the Waltons. The, okay. So, it's 27th of March 2011. And two in the morning, there is a 911 call in Findlay, Ohio. Um, they thought it was a baby deer on the train tracks. Um, and it turns out it wasn't. It was a naked female body, um, like, in the middle of the tracks on the wooden slat bits. Um, and the train had gone over the top of her. So she hadn't laid on the metal bits, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, the victim was 24-year-old Vera... Um, but she is mentally handicapped. She's got the mental age of an eight-year-old. Um, she was sexually abused by her dad and her mum's boyfriend. And when she meets 16-year-old Zachary Brooks at 22, um, and them two get together, Zachary's mum, Sherry, says, come move into ours. And she absolutely leaps at this opportunity to get out of that horrific household what she doesn't realize is she is moving into a family of the weirdest psychopaths you've ever met in your entire life so sherry and all her kids go by weird names a bit like in honey boo boo she go sherry goes by the name sugar babe they all call her that what like not like in like an online web chat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, this is like just. Should be a fan of the Sugar Babes. No, and I'm glad because that would really ruin the Sugar Babes for me. Okay. She, she. Okay, so she has nine kids. Um, and when so probably she... the same amount of members as Sugar Babes had in the end. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, if it's not Heidi. 
oh man, their names did change so much, I can't remember. The one where it's Heidi Muttia and that really pretty, Plitty, that really pretty black girl then, I'm not interested. Because that was their best. I'm really sorry to that poor girl that I don't know her name, but shush. So, Sherry, or Sugar Babe, um, she was also abused by her dad. Um, her dad was called Big Chuck, because they've all got these great nicknames. Um, the abuse on Sherry started from when she was a toddler. Um, however, she went into care, but the sexual relationship, if you can call it that, continued with her dad into adulthood, even after she marries her husband, Kevin. It just carries on. Um, and the great thing about this, the nickname Sugar Babe, it's what her dad named her. Yeah. Um, she's disabled and she's in a wheelchair, but she is so abusive. She is nuts, this woman. And everyone seems to be manipulated by her and does everything she says. Um, they even get compared to the Manson family because it is that fucked up, her and her kids. Um, it's like a proper cult. And there was a really cute split second of one of her kids in the documentary I watched wearing a shirt with a picture of uh, Charles Manson on the front and on the back it says support family values. <sighs> so, background on Sherry's kids. Um, the first five were all taken away by the CPS, but not at the same time. It would be she'd have one kid, it'd be taken away, have another, it'd be taken away. It just... Why is that funny? <laughs> just because, like... You know, like, you'd think you'd learn your lesson eventually. <laughs> you'd think. But, no. Well, at some point, you'd think a, a state would have to just step in and be like, right, look, you, we've done this four times now. Uh-huh. We're going to have to sterilise you. <laughs> oh, if only. You can't have babies. Stop it. So, they were taken due to sexual abuse. Um... One of her sons, Scotty, um, was created through incest with her cousin, Big Danny. <laughs> um, that child, man now, is mentally disabled. Um, and I think he's the one that's really creepy. He just keeps smiling every now and then and it, it really freaks me out. The documentary is really good. It interviews every single person you could imagine. Um, they're all fucking off their head. It's weird. So there is Scotty, Michael, Maria, Joshua and Little Sherry because because there's not enough people named after their parents with Big Danny's, Little Danny's, Little Sherry, Big Sherry. Just ridiculous. So the next four kids that she has that are left in her care is Kevin. Kevin doesn't go by Kevin. He goes by the name Punky. Um, Zachary, Garth and Chucky. And Kevin, her husband, is the dad to most of these kids. Um... Maria, her first little girl that was taken away, she was taken away at one after being raped. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, That's just like... Yeah. Somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody saw Sherry abusing a baby boy. They basically were knocking on the door to come pick up their kid and Sherry couldn't hear. So the person just opened the door and walked in and she saw Sherry holding up this little baby boy in front of her face. And Sherry was performing a sex act on him. Ugh. Yeah. So, 
everyone's been abused, everyone's abusing each other, it's just all fucked up. Um, Scotty even says on the thing, he's like, yeah, Sherry molested me. So, how she still managed to keep those other kids, I don't know. Um, so the article that I wrote by, wrote, I didn't read, read, um, who I'll tell you about that at the end of this. She says, don't let Sherry fool you, she is a baby rapist, a sadist, a criminal a sociopath and a master manipulator and at this point in her life sherry is obsessed with baby girls because she's had a lot of boys but she only had two girls and you know because of her being a shit parent didn't keep them so at this point she starts to convince her sons to get girlfriends and to get them pregnant so that they can give her a baby girl what and what, she hand it over yeah how deranged. Um, I mean, like, it's not the most deranged thing you've told me about, but like, how far removed mm. from reality do you have to think, be to think that someone's just going to go, yeah, okay, you can have my baby? I don't know if it's because, like, they're all inbred or if they're on meth or. But there's a lot of drugs in, involved, a Is lot it of all incest involved. And on meth. Yeah, yeah, it could be a combination of the both. Um. And there was even one girl who I think she did. That's a methy situation. <laughs> That's that joke one for that, you. There we go. <laughs> bit by bit, I'm going to gradually just drop these in. I've just spilled that all down myself now. Oh, Evie, you good girl. She's all curled up next to me and sleeping. Oh, oh good puppy. Um, yeah, I think there was... Um... <laughs> she was like, gearing up for you to rub her tongue then, and you didn't oh, do it. I'm no, sorry. she looked at me like, I'm sorry. can you believe this bitch? <laughs> oh, rub your tummy. Give me your tummy then. She's sulking now. Yeah, she is, isn't she? So, yeah, there was one There was one girl who, one of her sons, got pregnant, and she stalked her and threatened her. I can't remember if they said she had a miscarriage or if she had an abortion, but luckily she managed to flee and escape. Um, her sons claim to be part of the Crips. Um, there's loads of really cute photos of all of her sons throwing gang signs. And there's even a really cute one of Sherry throwing a gang sign in a wheelchair. Because, I don't know, maybe they, maybe they were. Who knows? Um, Sherry and her kids are all on disability. That's how they cope. Um, Vera, who's just moved in, is on disability as well. But Sherry's the one that cashes her checks. She's not allowed money, she's not allowed friends, she's not allowed to leave the house, um, especially on her own. She's not allowed a phone in case she gets back in contact with her mum and tries to go back home. Um, and Vera's aunt even sees her at one point and says the difference between Vera when she would normally be really bubbly and chatty and would have come over to say hi, put her, head up, put her hood up and just walk past going, can't talk, can't talk. So she's gone from one shit situation to an even shittier situation. Uh, Vera's job is to rub Sherry's feet. What? Yeah, because Sherry is this fat little disabled woman in a chair and likes her feet being rubbed. And now they have Vera for that. Um, so she's basically just kept as a slave for her money and jobs like feet rubbing. Um, if she sort of steps out of line, she gets beaten with a stick. She was even at one point forced to sleep in a closet with a pig. So, mm -hmm. so August 2010, Punky, 
and his girlfriend go out to score heroin and he is accidentally killed by a car and it is proven to be an accident but sherry is so upset she wants revenge she blames the girlfriend and says you push punky in front of that car even though it was proved it was an accident um and she gets punky's friends to beat up this girl so everyone seems to just do this woman's bidding and just does everything she says and doesn't question it why i don't know because she's in a wheelchair i mean you could probably just park her in the corner and leave like she's not going to get up and chase after you is she but for some reason they all do what she says so vera does eventually get pregnant and sherry claims this baby is hers before it's even born anyone talks about her you know stomach or her baby or anything and sherry's like that's my baby um she forces vera to drink two bottles of castor oil to bring on early labor um the recommended amount is two tablespoons and vera's baby is born a month early um she's not allowed to touch her own baby um i don't know who picked the name but they call this poor kid willa dean <laughs> i mean there's been some cruelty there as has. well right but that is up there that is <laughs> That is, that is staggering. That's the worst. That, you know, um, that is the worst I've ever. That, you know, <laughs> out of all of the stories you've told me, and you know, there's been child molestation, there's been like murder mm. and disemboweling, and one guy who ate his own penis. And, and it yet, just doesn't sound like a real name, does it? Like I've heard of Wilhelmina before. Sounds like a care home. <laughs> Will- Willardine. Welcome to the Willardine care home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, weird. Um, yeah, so the baby has to be in, uh, has heart problems because obviously it was born early. So it has to stay in the hospital for a little while. And then Willa Dean comes home and sleeps in Sherry's bedroom with her. Bearing in mind, we know that Sherry is a... Nonce. Nonce, yeah. Um, a big old noncey nonce it's really sad because family friends of Vera said that she'd babysat other kids previously and she would have been a really good mum. It would have probably been quite good for her. But, yeah, it didn't go well because she was beaten if she touched her own baby. It was not good. Um, she did try to escape with her baby a few times but was stopped and Sherry threatened to slit Willardine's throat if she tried that again. So, and remember, she's, like, got the mental capacity of an eight-year-old so she believed her and stayed um because she was getting all these beatings sherry said that and she even says it in the interview it's really gross she says like oh yeah vera looked really cute with black eyes like a little raccoon what yeah she's just fucked um they presumably she's interviewed from prison (laughs) wait um Vera's starved and then she is beaten because she eats a Kit Kat that is on like this shrine in their house they've got for Punky who died. And they're saying that's disrespecting him because that Kit Kat was put there for him. Um, but she was starved. She was starved and I don't want to sound mean but he can't eat the Kit Kat because he's yeah. dead. Like, if you're going to starve the girl, she's going to want to find food. Like, you know. Um, also a can of mace gets set off in the house and Vera gets the blame for that. Um, one of the sons, Michael, his girlfriend, Shannon, 
lies and says that she was pregnant and because this can of mace went off it caused her to miscarry she totally makes that up but it's just another thing to blame vera on right um so now now vera's had this baby zachary her boyfriend wants her gone he wants to be with other girls he's not interested anymore he probably wasn't in the first place it was just please his mum does he want to be with his mum uh who knows well i just don't understand why they're just all do as she says like they seem to just worship her but i don't know so um they're worried if vera leaves um then vera's going to get custody of willardine so they start plotting her murder um literally right outside their house like a stone's throw away there's the um train tracks just literally a couple of meters away from their house it's not far at all so there's like two little rows of streets and then just train tracks at the end of it and there's nothing blocking them off it's they're just there um and sherry saw a body on the tracks once and she said those trains turn you into hamburger meat that's what needs to be done to vera so the idea is they're going to leave a lot on the track somehow and then she's going to be like beyond recognition and they'll get away with it so um another family member it's all a bit confusing but it, it does all tie in danny bixler um he has been out of prison for three weeks he's been in for a couple of years danny's dad is big danny the cousin that sherry had the boy scotty with are you following <laughs> yeah yeah so like a bit tangled, it? yeah a little bit um which is really funny because when they're talking about Sherry and Big Danny, like the cousins, you know, getting together, and she goes, yeah, they called us the Kissing Cousins. So everyone was aware that this was going on. Um, and yet, like, she's blasé as fuck about it as well. Like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Big Danny does have a wife, um, and that wife had a lover. Big Danny goes to prison for stabbing the wife's lover. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Excuse me, Mm-hmm. So... He's messed up. And his son, Danny, who's just come out of prison three weeks ago, has got one of those little teardrop tattoos, which I'm assuming you know what that means. It's supposed to mean that you've murdered somebody, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and he said when he's well, interviewed... I don't think that tattoo, I think it means other things. What other things do I think it is? I think people think it means, like... I'm you, sad. Yeah, or you've had, like, issues with your mental health, or... Oh. I was just joking. <laughs> like, oh, I'm crying. <laughs> um, it's really weird, though. It's not like at the corner of his eye. It's like in the middle of his eye, near his nose. I always assumed it was like on the outside of your eye, but whatever. He's got this weird tone. And he says, um, I guess it's in the Bixler blood I'm meant to kill, I guess. They, he just accepts that he's in and out of prison. His dad is too. That's just the way they are. Just there are some people that are like that though, aren't there? There are mm. some people that are just like I remember when I was tangling with uh, Louise's ex-boyfriend, and like he was on about coming down, and smashing the shop windows at one point when I worked at three, and I was like, oh, I'll just fucking call the police, and I'm gonna be smart. He's like, what? You think I'm scared about going back to prison? Shit. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'm a little bit out of my depth here. Oh no. I. <laughs> Also, if you ever listen to this podcast, Louise, you classy. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know. I was I was always scared of prison when I was a kid because I thought, oh no, it means someone has to look up your bum all the time. 
And that was, that was enough for me. I was, and then the person that comes into school, like the policeman that comes into school to tell you about how bad prison is, and he shows you this picture of this woman's ear that's been ripped off. And he said, yeah, another inmate did this. So you were just like, okay, I'll be good and won't go to prison. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. No. <laughs> I love that, though. When you were, like, eight or nine and someone come in to talk to you about how bad it is in prison, previously, before you saw the ear picture, were you weighing it up? <laughs> were you like, do you know what? I might give it a go. <laughs> it might be all right. Yeah. <laughs> well... I don't know, they all seem to be like this. They're just really laid back about it. But anyway, so, yeah, so teardrop tattoo, yeah, not so, all about killing. Yep. So Danny has a girlfriend called Nicole. Um, she's staying at Sherry's house with all these other weird kids. Um, I say kids, but they're like in their 20s. Um, she really would like a teardrop tattoo, like her boyfriend Danny, because she is just so in love with him. They've been together a week and a half. Um, and, oh, I mean, they show you part of the court case and they show you photos of Danny's dick that were on Nicole's phone. What? In, like, a TV show? Yeah. And I've literally put a big black box around the words, no need, <laughs> because I didn't need to see that. Nobody needs to see, like, it's not important It wasn't to relevant. The story, no, it? it? there was, mm, no. But anyway... Like, it'd be one thing if it, if it was indicative of somebody's, me- dick, <laughs> of somebody's mental state. Like, oh, uh, yeah, they send dick pics, but, like, I mean... I'll... What they do in that... I never have... Would private that, time... It, it's... It is... Happens. I don't understand about how that could possibly be relevant. Who, who was editing that or directing that and thought, get the dick in there? <laughs> <laughs> we must show Why that. Why director of that? I, w- I will, and I will. we're going to shame them on the next episode. Okay. Um, they will never know. They won't know, we so it'll be fine. But we'll know that exactly. Fine. So yeah, because she. <laughs> the worst part is, is I'm sure that he'd wrote in pen on one of the pictures on his dick, your name, like those words. Maybe it's a like... tattoo. Ah, uh, maybe. I mean, they are all a little bit weird, aren't they? Mm. Also, it'd be like a hey, like it's like a chat up line, isn't it? Like a hey, I've got your name on my dick. No, you haven't. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd open opportunity to flash people. Oh, well, I'm, I wouldn't surprise me. They're all a bit... Uh, it's a great tattoo idea, actually. I might do that. No. No, no. Don't... No. No? No. 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 Okay, yeah. I'm... I was going to say I've lost my place, but it's fine, because I've got the big box that says no need. Um, This works to Sherry's advantage, because... She decides, remember Punky that got run over? Yeah. She blamed it on the girlfriend. Yeah. She tells Danny and Nicole um, that the person who was out scoring drugs to Punky that night wasn't his girlfriend, but it was Vera. And Vera was the one who pushed him in front of the car. Vera's the one who disrespected him by eating his Kit Kat and sprayed the mace to make Shannon miscarry. So she's... Can Can mace make you miscarry? I don't know. But and they ask her in the interview they're saying like oh did you say that you were pregnant and she goes no I didn't say that and they go we have text here that you've said you were pregnant and she's like no I definitely didn't say that but I'm, they're all fucking off their head so I'm going to believe that she said that the police have been called loads of times about Vera's treatment um, and she was always questioned in front of Sherry 
they should have removed Sherry and spoke to her on her own because she's not going to say anything in front of her, is she? Because one, she's mentally really young anyway, and two, she's fucking terrified because if she says anything, she thinks this woman's going to kill her baby. So, just big fail on the police's part there. There's a lot of that in these stories, isn't there? There's a lot of, like... Yeah. Just outright police failures. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. I took too big a gulp then. Whoops. (laughs) What? Um, The 21st of January, 2011, Sherry um, tells the police one time when they come over, oh, the reason she's been beaten up, that's her black boyfriend that did that. Because... (laughs) Are they in the South of America, did you say? Yeah, it's Ohio. Oh, okay. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, they're all very... I don't know about that American geography. They're all very Southern and they... Okay, I'm really sorry because I'm aware there is people listening from America. But um, things American people need to know about British people. If you're from the South, we kind of have that stereotype that you're all a bit hillbilly-ish, don't we? Mm -hmm. And they are. It's Very. a bit like how everybody assumes that it just rains all the time here, if you're from America. It uh-huh. doesn't. Although it did fuck it down today. And it? that we eat crumpets all the time. I would eat crumpets all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. I saw something on TikTok today and this person said, oh, things um, to ask British people, why do you call bread crumpets? And I'm like, no, they're, they're fucking different things. So, I can't surely believe that we call bread crumpets. We will get back on point in a minute, but... Is it crumpet-related? Sort of. Okay. So, one of the lads in the group chat calls, like, a bread roll a muffin. Absolutely not. And they're like, well, you know, like, a McDonald's muffin, what's that made of? I'm like, yeah, it's made of bread, but it's not, like, <laughs> it's not the same, is it? <laughs> it's a muffin, Norman. It's a yeast-activated bakery item. It holds no power. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's made me happy. (laughs) No, there's two types of muffins. There is cake muffin or buttered muffin. Like toasted muffin, cake muffin. And crumpets are not bread. And we don't eat crumpets that often. Not that much. Right. <laughs> Back to the story. <laughs> um, so, okay, so in the police report, the one of the policemen says, I asked Vera if I could talk with her. Oh, yeah, sorry. So at this point, when they say, oh, yeah, it's her black boyfriend that beat her up. Um, well, her boyfriend at the time is Zachary, and he was the one who was beating her up. Um, and she was she had a concussion and a broken nose at this point. Um, So the police report says, I asked Vera if I could talk with her. Vera looked at Sherry for approval. Sherry stated, you can talk to her. Um, So, yeah, the police completely failed her. They should have stepped in and done more about that. Yeah, like, they absolutely should not be looking for somebody else's approval in that situation. No. It's difficult, though, actually, because if she's sort of, like, not mentally Mm. in a position to do that, you'd hope that there'd be some kind of... I mean, I know that she wasn't a responsible person in, in actuality, but... You'd hope that they'd be looking for some kind of approval from the responsible. But I mean, even like criminals, when they go to like the Fred West thing, he had an appropriate adult. So you'd think for a victim in a certain situation, if you can see she's been battered, um, 
there would be someone to step in that the police would have surely to yeah, like a social yeah to like sort of. help on her behalf if you know but yeah it's really sad um so four days before her murder the beatings get worse they um lock a padlock onto the buckle of a belt and they use that end to like hit her the whole family take it in turns to whip her with it um they hit her with a paddle and they mud stomp her which one of the guys even says yeah like this is a really southern thing we basically just stamp on your head um nicole and danny really get off on this they seem to get some kind of kick out of beating her up and they literally go from beating her up to having to run off to their bedroom to go and have sex um and then they run back to sherry's room which is where they are all beating vera um and that's where the baby slept so the baby would have seen all this and well i mean the baby was 18 months old at this point so her daughter would have seen a little bit of kind of conscious processing as well yeah oh yeah um and Sherry's there verbally taunting them, egging them on, saying things like, um, go on, Nicole, hit her. She wants to sleep with Danny. Like, anything to try and wind her up. Just being an absolute cunt. March the 26th, Zachary, Danny and Nicole walk Vera to the train tracks at Knife Point. Um, and they stab her with this kitchen knife. But the knife is quite blunt, so they make her strip all her clothes off so the knife will go through her better. So they're basically making her take her clothes off to make it easier to kill her. Yeah. Um, And then they slit her throat and... One of the relatives is saying, like, they were trying to take her head off and they basically couldn't get through that vertebra. So they just then moved her onto the tracks um, over the metal bits and left her naked in the cold to die. Somehow, she moves in between the rails and curls up in a fetal position because there is a train coming at 2am that they were expecting was going to go over her so 2am this is when this call comes through to 911 and it's the train driver the train has gone over her um and he's like stopped the train and called 911 they've come out and they when they measured it vera's body was 12 inches high the train's clearance was 13 inches high. Fucking hell. Yeah. So, uh, how she even managed to move That's into the middle... Well, I mean, she still dies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is the murder of Vera Ben, not the survival of Vera. <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Ma- do you know what? Maybe I'll do a I Survive one, because I love watching that show. That's the Mary Vincent one. But... Anyone who knows me knows that I've told the Mary Vincent story a million times, so I feel like I can't really do a podcast on that. I feel like you can. I feel like it's our podcast, and we can just do it. Maybe I'll do it again. Okay. We'll do a good survival maybe one week. Okay. So, the whole way through this attack, when they murder her, Zachary, Danny, and Nicole are all really drunk, and they're all really high. Um, and afterwards, they go back home to go and party with the rest of everyone, and they're bragging to all of their family and friends and stuff about the fact that they've just killed this girl. And nobody takes them seriously. Because why would they? Because this is such a... Such a ridiculous thing that you'd <sighs> ever want to boast about, though, isn't it? Like, if someone said that to you, like, oh, I killed someone, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, of course. 
Yeah, but they you know I mean? were all participating and beating her and stuff, like, and there was so much weird, uh, inappropriate abuse going on between so many different people. Uh, maybe they just accepted it and were like, okay, whatever, like, I don't know. So, when the police say that someone has to identify the body, Sherry insists that she will go and identify the body because Vera's parents are dead. They're not dead. But she convinced the police that Vera's parents were dead. And you wouldn't bother to check, you know, records. Yeah, I know. And Vera's mum is, like, crying about it, saying, you know, she told them that I was dead. And I'm thinking, even if that's a horrific circumstance where nobody wants to go and have to identify their dead child, but that should have been her choice to make. As well, though. I mean, like, in that situation, you'd rather not see her, though, in a way. I mean, you'd rather not, but... That's not Sherry's choice to make. That no, should have yeah, been the mum's to be like... She could have chosen... Chose someone. Yeah, rather than have her one of her abusers go and do something as important as that. Yeah. It's just really mean. So the autopsy showed that she had 21 stab wounds. She was slashed on her throat ear to ear. Every bone in her face was broken from the beating she had beforehand. Um, Sherry tries to blame this killing on... Um, a homeless man called Larry, who was known in the area. Um, oh, yeah, that's Vera's boyfriend. <laughs> Larry's also not black. <laughs> so it's not the black boyfriend. Um, just mm, another boyfriend. So the... was there a black boyfriend? No. <laughs> I know, the only boyfriend she had was Zachary. Um, the police, when they searched the house, found bloody clothes, the paddle, the belt, loads of stuff in the house. Um, and Danny and Nicole confess. Um, and they say, yeah, Sherry gave us drugs and told us how to kill her. So we just did it, because why the fuck not? Um, Danny and Nicole took plea deals, and Danny got 40 years to life for murder. Nicole got 23 years for conspiracy to murder, which I do not fucking believe for a second that she only conspired. I guarantee some of those stabbings must have been her. I absolutely do not believe that she had nothing to do with it, and just and just walked her to the train tracks and left. What? Hmm. That's gross. Playing against the team on FIFA that decided to call themselves the MFP Does. Just, mm. I mean. What's wrong with people? Set cunts on fire. Maybe you're playing some. not actual pedos, they just think it's funny, but like, just fucking go and hurl yourself into a wall of dicks. Not fucking baby ones. Losers. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I mean, you that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, Zachary gets four years for, for obstruction of justice, which as well is not fair because they are seen on CCTV, all three of them, walking off at knife point. So it's just completely un- unfair. Yeah, surely but if, if, he, if he walked her off at knife point as well, mm-hmm. then he's just as much guilty of conspiracy, if nothing else. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's even sad because six months earlier, Fira's sister had called the police and said... You know, my sister's being abused and she's being held captive by the Brooks family. No police report was ever filed. I mean... Who... I wonder if they're complicit in these situations. It does make you wonder. This badly. Like, to not check that the parents were actually dead. Yeah. To not check that the boyfriend was actually a black guy and just go, oh, okay, I assume that that's happened and that's fine. Yeah. Also, more to the point, if it had beaten her up... 
that's still a crime. Your job is there. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? go and find that black go boyfriend. And said black guy. Obviously, it wasn't a real black guy. And nothing against anybody in the black community. You know? No, but that's why they'd obviously said it. It's the stereotypical thing, yeah, like oh, it's blame it on a black guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Stereotypical racism that exists. Oh yeah, I'm definitely sure one of them somewhat. had a Confederate flag hanging up in the house. I'm sure they did from watching the interviews. But that's a discussion for another time. Um, yeah, several of the of Sherry's kids had heard the plot in Avira's murder and they were never charged. Kevin, Sherry's dad, you know, that top model citizen, mm-hmm. um, he said to them, well, if you... Exactly. He said, well, if you're going to kill her, wait till I'm in jail so I have an alibi. Because he's just absolute scum of the earth. Wait till I'm in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, he knows that... I'll, I mean, I'll probably go back there at some point. Yeah. Um, the morning after Vera's body was found, Sherry had contacted the social services to request that Zachary gets custody of Willardine. Which, it's going to be difficult because, you know, he's going to have to go to prison at some point. Um, months later, a judge denies that and she was put up for an adoption. Um, to prove he was fit to be a parent, he was required to have two supervised visits. He failed to turn up for the second, which went against him, obviously. Um, he didn't come back because his first visit had been cut short after only 15 minutes due to Willardine's hysterical crying and refusal to let him touch her. So you know that she's just witnessed all of this horrific stuff going on and does not want to be near this psycho. Um, what did we say her name was? Vera Jo Regal or Rigel or whatever it was. Well, How's it spelled? Okay, it is... Is it R-I-E? No, it's R E I. So is that Ragel? Yes, I would have thought so. It depends. That's why I asked if she was German, because there used to be a, a, a football player called Riedler. Is it bad that I'm thinking like Reich? Is it Reich? The Third Reich? Hitler thing? That's and that's how that that's E I. So it's I Reich. Yeah, Rigel then. Probably sounds yeah, like Yeah, Rigel. Okay. Um, Did you say in, in the show that you watched, or was it just an article that you read? I can't remember. Look, I don't have all the details, okay? Um, Vera was laid to rest with her headstone reading Vera Joy Messersmith. I'm not sure where that name comes from, but that's really nice I did that because she hated the name Rigel because that was her dad's name and her dad was one of the people that abused her. So that was quite nice that they did that. Um, so a couple of years later, the latest that we kind of have on them, in 2014, Sherry was in jail for 10 days for inappropriate contact with an unrelated minor. Like, I mean... Just 10 days. Hmm, 10 days. Um, and in 2015, which this makes my... It boils my piss, this, right? She was jailed for 40 months for drug trafficking. People fucking ask for drugs. I know it's wrong, but they ask for it. They don't fucking ask to be touched up by fat creepy people in wheelchairs it's just ridiculous isn't it 10 days to 40 months yeah it's an absolute insult um and apparently this is what i read on this article though so i don't know how true it is another of her son's baby daughters is currently living with them oh my god yeah and that is the unfortunate murder of i'm going to use her name that she wanted vera joe messersmith um, and I read a, an amazing article by, 
I, oh, I didn't get her name, but the website is Morbid N Macab. I was going to say Macabre, but that's how I read it in my head. Um, out of my head, I pronounce it correctly. Macab. Is that right? Uh, probably Macabe. Macabe. Is it M double C? No, M A C A B R E. Macab. Hmm. Could be macabre. Could be yeah. Um, com. She is a criminology major and a oh, crime writer. Right. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were about that as a name. No, no, that's the name Maybe of the macabre. website. Yeah, <laughs> morbid and macabre. I'll put that on our Facebook group. Um, that's the article I read. That's definitely worth a read if you fancy going over all of it again. And the documentary I watched is on Amazon Prime. It's called Goodnight Sugar Babe because apparently that is the last words that. Um, Vera said before she left the house when she was murdered. <sighs> so there. Oh, and um, she did say something on the uh, the woman who wrote the article that was really good about um, that Sherry's already out of prison and she's like on Facebook and stuff and you can search her and I did find her. She's on there. She's got a, a very cute picture with like a little butterfly background and. So she's just still going by her own name, like yep. even though this public knowledge what she did to like children and everything. Yeah, I think her name is Sherry C H E R I Lynn Brooks. If anyone wants to have a look, I right, look, I'm not any sort of fan of Tommy Robinson, mm -hmm. but how can he have to flee the country, getting death threats, mm -hmm. and somebody that actually like nonced children, yeah, doesn't have to like just can. Had to stand like casually, just go back on Facebook and sit there in a fucking documentary and talk openly about what she did as if it's funny. Yeah. Like, how? It it amazes me that nobody was arrested after making that documentary because they are all fucking complicit in that girl's murder. They all had a part to play. And you whether have seen they... these sort of documentaries come out where like punitive actions come afterwards haven't you as well oh like, yeah that um a really good podcast i listened to oh god the teacher's pet which maybe we'll cover that one week and that was like 30 years ago that guy's now been arrested because of the fact that it's all caught now and people have been you know did r kelly get arrested after the documentary as well quite possibly i don't know Not could be wrong that. yeah but yeah yeah that's fucked mm, it's messed up isn't it mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, well. it's, it's been a good blast. Um, I think we should go other directions now. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that your? Uh, yeah, that's that's me and I. I that's enough, enough for you, is it? Yeah. Oh man, you don't even know about oh. all the baby willies and uh, no. Baby willies. <laughs> I'm really sorry. That was a really bad comment. <laughs> to be fair, I said not at baby willies. Just, no. Okay. Um, ha happy thought. Happy thought. Ha there's no happy thoughts left, is there, Beth? No, the world is <laughs> a dark, horrible pit for me now. Yeah. Yeah. I went and saw Dean today, that's a happy thought. Oh, that's good. And I'm possibly going to buy a Vespa. Okay. <laughs> Don't okay me like no, that, it's okay? Fine. I encouraged you with your rubber blading. It's yep. like common sense. <laughs> hey, I have only had one fall so far. You haven't even left the house. <laughs> That's true. 
So, you know, encourage me with my pipe dream of how I will. Possible. You do some good saving. Especially now it's affordable as well. Like, I, mm-hmm. I always never, I never even bothered to think about doing it because I always thought it was going to be like two, three grand. And, you know, a lot of them are in that kind of price range. But having found one for 800 and another one that Dean found earlier for 500, it's just like, shit, that's doable. Yeah. It would be fucking cool and I would love it. I want to pass my test and then can I ride it to work on a Saturday? No. That's me. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm going to get fucking cunted on a Friday night and not have to worry about taking it. <laughs> you do have to deal with waking up with the two kids the next morning, though. Sorry? <laughs> you have to deal with waking up with two kids the next morning. Yeah, but that is what Disney Plus is for. <laughs> I'm not too bad at getting up when I'm hungover, to be fair. It's just I don't really like the idea of driving very much when I'm hungover. No, that's I'm, fair enough. I'm good at being responsible and getting up. Like, I always get up for football, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And if I manage to get up for football and drag myself halfway across Northampton shit, then I can get up and feed the children and put Disney Plus on. <laughs> yep. That always works. Not that we ever see Harrison, though. No, he's quite happy doing whatever he wants. Um, can't think of anything else, is that it? Oh, you're happy thought, Andrea. Oh, yeah. What a Andrea. Well, Banana, my happy thought has got to be so far this week reading... Reading Elias Grace. I'm really enjoying that. And as yeah, soon as... what that book's about. Um, okay, it's Margaret Atwood, so the one who did Handmaid's Tale, and it is a woman um, called Grace, and she is currently in prison... Uh, she's an Irish immigrant in Canada in prison for the murder of her ho- the housekeeper she was working for or something, I think. Um, and the doctor's basically trying to figure out if she's got amnesia because she can't remember it. So they're trying to figure out whether she actually committed this crime or not. And supposedly it's based on true events. Haven't looked it up yet. So that is definitely... Oh, what am I talking about? Wentworth's back. That's my happy thought. Wentworth is back. And I am um, starting it all the way from the beginning again. I'm already on season four. If you haven't seen Wentworth, it is all on Amazon Prime now. Get on there and watch it because it's the best show in the entire world. Yeah. I love it. Dark as fuck and it's heavy sometimes. dark as fuck and it's just the best. I love it. I'm so happy with it. So that's what I'm probably going to do when this finishes is watch more Wentworth. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, professional goodbye, Ben. Okay. One, two, three. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. I have to change it up from fuck off. <laughs> God's sake.